Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to optimize your off days and your light days. So what we have to consider is we have to first identify what hard days are. Um, so as we talked before, you know, your hard days should really, you should have really two to three really hard days during the week. Um, these would all be activities like actually racing, which should be your hardest day of the week. Um, then any really hard motos that you have, whether it's, um, you know, you're doing 30 minute motos, you're doing sprint work. Those are all classified as hard days. Um, you know, a couple hours at the track, really just kind of getting after it, especially if the track is rough and, and, and brutal. Uh, we would definitely consider that a hard day. Um, any hard gym workouts you have, so any workouts where maybe you're squatting heavy, deadlifting heavy, uh, especially using a barbell, um, or any gym workouts where you're doing higher intensity type conditioning. Again, all hard workouts. Um, it could also be days where you're doing, you know, hard riding combined with hard gym workouts as well. Um, so we've kind of talked about a lot of this stuff before, especially on the high low model, uh, the episode we did, but really the question, what I think a lot of people, you know, especially the, the hardworking type of racer, uh, a lot of the questions that kind of are come up when we talk about, Hey, only, you know, save yourself two to three days out of the week where, you know, account for one of it being racing and then two other days of really going hard. And, you know, you may find yourself like, Hey, well, what else do I do on the off days? Like when I'm not training hard, like how should I optimize that? So this is what this episode's for. We're going to talk about, I'm going to give you 10 ways to best make use of your time on these days that I'm telling you that your body should be recovering. So there's a lot of things we could do to be proactive on these days. Um, and really just the list I'm giving you is just a very short general overview of just 10 quick ideas that you could make, you know, useful time. And like for the first one, very simple. You could obviously do bike prep on your, your days when you're recovering. So as your body's recovering, uh, you know, make sure you're hydrating while you're working on your bike. Also, I'm assuming that, you know, 99% of racers that are racing, you know, unless you have like, um, you know, you're a father who works on your bike for you or things like that. Um, most people don't have full-time mechanics. Maybe you have a mechanic that, that handles like bigger projects, but for the most part, things like changing air filters, changing your oil, you know, just weekly maintenance that you're doing. You could be spending on days that you're not at the track riding hard. So again, you want to be hydrating. You want to be drinking electrolytes so that you're recovering. If you don't have electrolytes, you could just simply add some like Himalayan sea salt to your water, just like a couple like dashes, um, and you'll be good to go. You know, if and again, if you find yourself having like longer projects on your bike, like you know, ripping like the the linkage apart or you know changing suspension out anything that's going to really take anything longer than two to three hours where you're kind of doing a tear down uh make sure like you stop for a meal if that's the case if you have like a long a long night of working or afternoon day whatever make sure you don't forget to eat because you still need to eat while you're recovering your body needs food to help you 
recover from the hard training you did the day before. Um, so, you know, everybody needs bike work done. Chances are you do it yourself. And if that's the case, it's a great time while your body is recovering that you could just be in the garage or your shop and, and doing work to set you up for the days ahead. Um, so, you know, that's definitely very useful of your time. Um, there's also a lot, there's going to be a few of the next couple things that I'm going to give you are going to be things you could actually do on your bike. Um, these ones work really well if, you know, especially if you have like a backyard track at your house. Um, but there's a lot of low intensity things you could do. Like, especially if you have like easy access to a track. So like say the day before you had a hard day at the track, you did your motos, your sprint work. Um, you know, you really feel kind of like you accomplished a lot. It was a hard day, but you still have the opportunity to ride your bike again the next day. Uh, maybe you have a different group of friends that want to ride with you and, and you still want to ride, but you know that, you know, doing motos and sprints again is not a great idea that you're not fully up for it. These are some ideas that you could do to still ride your bike while still kind of giving your body a chance to recover. So number two would be, you know, simply work on starts, whether you're doing you're a motocross racer and you're doing gate drops, or maybe you're an off-road racer who has dead engine starts. Um, you could spend a good amount of time just practicing starts. Um, you know, make sure you're not like frying up clutches or anything like that if you're doing a bunch of moto starts. But, um, you know, it's definitely something where you can kind of go over di like different routines, different techniques to starting, or just refining what you already do that works um, would be a great opportunity for this because just practicing starts on a flat straightaway is not going to take a lot out of you physically. So again, you can recover while you're working on a, something very technical and something extremely important is improving your starts. Number three, again, could be doing some turn track work and you could spend a good 10 to 30 minutes um, practicing your turns. We all know that, I think we can all agree that corner speed is very important in racing. So, um, and again, a turn track shouldn't be something that takes a lot out of you. Um, it's a very technical aspect. Um, it shouldn't be something where you do 10 minutes of a turn track and you're completely fried. Um, if that's the case, then, you know, you have to kind of go back and, and rebuild up some maybe turn track skills or just some overall conditioning. But 10 to 30, 30 minutes of, um, you know, some turn track work. I'm not saying you have to do a full 30-minute moto of a turn track, but you could break it up into different segments or you can really slow the pace down and just work on one turn that maybe you're struggling with um, and just keep kind of going back and hitting it over and over again. You're not trying to be a madman. You're just trying to work on being efficient on the bike, working on the fundamentals. That's not for me to teach you how to do that. Somebody else teaches you like qualified riding coaches. Um, but that would be something you could easily place into um, one of these off days or late days. Uh, number four would be technical work. So just like we we're talking about with starts and your turn track, um, this would definitely be easier riding. You're just focusing on your riding form. You're focusing on maybe different sections of the track. Um, there should really be no more than 60 minutes of riding. Heart rate should be pretty low. Um, if you wear a heart rate monitor, like it should definitely be well under 150. Um, this is just something where 
you're you're pulling back the intensity and volume of your hard hard riding, and you're being just extra cognitive of, and really mindful of like what you're doing on the bike where's your feet where's your hands elbows arms how's you know where's your back position um all those little details that you know and have learned over the years it's a great time to go in and refine these things um on these type of days because again your body's beat down from the day before maybe you had a race two days ago and you're still recovering from it but you have an opportunity to ride so while your body still isn't 100 percent to go do full out motos and sprints you know, as, as long as you can, you're good enough to just ride around easy and formulate a thought, you can definitely work on some of this technique work. And number five, you can do definitely do a combination of all of these previous riding, these three previous riding tips that I just gave you. Um, you know, especially for driving, like you have to drive to a track. Um, you can definitely combine these things. Just keep all the riding, I would say, under 90 minutes for sure. Uh, it shouldn't be a really two-hour session. I know not everybody has like a track in their backyard, and you actually have to load up, load your gear up, take the bike somewhere, probably pay to get in to ride a track. So if you find yourself in that situation, just do it all. Work on, do some turn track, do some technique work, end the session with some starts, load up and go home. You know, keep it all you know, in and out in two hours, probably 90 minutes or less riding time, uh, you know, which will, which should all be doable. It's not going to take a lot out of you and your body can still be in some sort of a recovery state while not overly stressing it during the session to give yourself a chance to recover from a race or some hard workouts you did. Uh, number six. Now this could be Again, if you have sort of like a track nearby that you've just rode, like say you did motos uh, the day before and you're either staying at a track or again, you have a track in the backyard. Um, something you do is do a track walk where you go over lines, say like just either by yourself, hopefully you have like a riding coach or maybe one of your parents watches you and is some sort of a coach to you or you have a riding buddy. It could be just a great time to go walk a, walk the track that you just rode or a track that you frequently ride and and just see if there's other lines you could be taking, see the lines you were taking, if they really were the best lines, kind of kind of really slow everything down on a day like to on a day like uh, a light day and really just kind of process like the different parts of where you ride. Um, again, this is really good to do with a riding coach and can definitely learn a lot it slows everything down because um, when you're riding you know things are happening fast so it's always best when you want to learn slow the process down uh, number seven similar to the track walk but this is something i don't think uh, gets capitalized enough in this sport it, and and every other sport does this very heavily and this would be film study um you know how to film study you know, I can't really sit here myself and say, like, I'm not a riding coach, but um, so I can't really say exactly what to look for. But I know there's a ton of GoPros you can watch. I know there's a ton of videos you can watch technique of other racers um, that you think have great technique that you're trying to emulate or learn from. Um, you know, there's no shortage of those two things. Uh, what to exactly look for. That's really not my wheelhouse to sit here and tell you on a podcast professionally. 
but these are opportunities for you to grow as a racer and a competitor. You can also watch your own videos. Like if you have video of yourself, um, go back and rewatch it. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes like, you know, you never look as fast as you think you were going, but, um, you know, we're all our own worst critics. Uh, I could remember, you know, certain times where like playing football where, you know, you, there was a play and you didn't realize how bad you looked and it's very painful and you like, you cringe in your seat. And then sometimes you see something and you're like, Oh, that actually wasn't as bad as what I thought it looked would have looked like on film. So it kind of goes both ways, but uh, if you have an opportunity to watch your own film, uh, the film's not going to lie. You know, what you're sometimes perceiving on the track and on your bike is definitely not reality. Like sometimes, you know, we all think we look like Eli Tomac and Chase Sexton battling through for the outdoors. But, um, you know, if you were to watch yourself, it probably isn't quite the case. And you can probably learn a lot and see areas where you thought you were fast and then you know you can go even that much faster all right so number eight this one kind of gets back in my wheelhouse of physical preparation and this would be all low intensity conditioning um this would be heart rates between really 120 to 150 um you can even go into lower heart rates like down to like 110 is probably fine especially if your like max heart rate isn't that high um, anything just where you're, you can basically hold a pace and have a conversation if you needed to. Um, if you're doing something and you're having trouble talking, then your heart rate's too high. It's kind of a general rule of thumb. These sessions don't have to be very long. We're not training to do the um, triathlons or anything like that. So anywhere from 20 to 60 minutes of work on these days is going to be enough. It's going to make a a nice impact for your aerobic system and you'll definitely see benefits long term if you do this um, consistently on your light days or off days um, and really any choice of exercise you want to do is fine if you're good at running and you like running you could do running uh, if you like to uh, cycle you can cycle you, you could do any kind of any type of gym cardio equipment you want, um, as long as, again, you're just in that heart rate zone and you're getting the time in, um, you know, we're not going to be super picky at this point in time of which exercise you're doing. Number nine, you could do ab training or any type of corrective exercises as well. Um, the, any ab training you do is fine. Just don't make yourself overly sore. Um, some people want to go like get carried away with their ab training and next thing you know you wake up the next day and you can't stand up straight because your abs are so cramped uh, just do what's trainable to you again just five ten minutes of work at the most um, you know probably keep most of it body weight if you want to add a little bit of resistance to some ab training you can again just don't kill yourself on this uh, your abs don't need a lot of um, don't need a lot of intensity so again just keep it all reasonable and for the corrective exercises, you know, you could perform really any type of like rehab exercises on kind of areas you need to stay up on, whether they're just weak areas, like if your back muscles are, are weak, you can do some extra back exercises, um, shoulder exercises, things like that, things that you find that are weak. This would be a great time to kind of add in a little extra to help bring up some of them weak areas. 
or if you have any old injuries and you have some exercises you'd like to stay up on to keep those old injuries kind of at bay and to not let them kind of recirculate again on your off days, which would be a perfect time. Um, so kind of think things like physical therapy exercises, just single joint um, exercises that, you know, you would do. So if you had an old injury, hopefully you went to physical therapy. Hopefully, you know, some exercises that will be beneficial if you have old injuries. And, you know, most of these, again, these are like we're talking like 10 minutes to do a few exercises to, you know, give yourself a better chance of a racing career. Um, so instead of being hurt, you just spend 10 minutes on your off days, a couple days a week doing some of these exercises and, you know, who knows, might stay healthy. <laughs> um, so the last one is number 10. Look, if worse comes to work, worse comes to worst. And, you know, on your off day, you're just busy and, you know, you're catching up with life. Maybe you work, um, you're doing something else completely non-motor related if you could spend 10 minutes just simply stretching on your off day or just getting on a foam roller or you have a massage gun, just something to help keep yourself relaxed and healthy on your off days, it's going to be no better than nothing. Um, you know, you can definitely enhance it by, you know, getting professional massages. You can get chiropractic work. You can do therapeutic work like dry needling. I mean, you can get as hardcore as you want with you know, all this stuff, or you can just simply just spend, if you can't get hardcore and go do all this extra work, like maybe a pro racer could, um, just spending 10 minutes after a day of riding hard motos may help just be enough to help relax the muscles to help you recover for the riding and training that's to come. So that's my 10 list for today. We could definitely add to that and, you know, kind of take each each one of these points and kind of go on its own tangent if we really wanted to make, you know, episodes. But I think you see the point that, Hey, there's always something just cause I'm not going hard in the paint, doing motos and lifting heavy weights in the gym or doing some sort of hard interval work on, um, on a bicycle. Like just because that stuff's like, it seems like you should be doing that all the time. Um, there is a ton of things you could do on these off days to really optimize yourself as a racer and uh you know not only just being better on the bike but being healthier as well so you know those are 10 things uh you don't have obviously not all 10 are going to happen all the time but if you just picked one of them you will become a better racer and uh if that's what you did on your off day then you'll be good to go and yeah, I think that's kind of it for today. I mean, hopefully, I definitely gave you enough, hopefully, to, to chew on. Give yourself some ideas on things you could do to optimize this downtime. To not really make it downtime and make it productive time. So, that's it for, for today. Um, yeah, go to my website, jytraining.com, for more. If you're interested in coaching or any pro products that I have to offer, they're all on there. And we'll talk soon.